Yeah. That's how we rolling. <laughs> Let's get it. They got questions. Oh, we got questions. Turn this shit down. So. I know I was waiting because I'm already loud. So I wasn't trying to be screaming over the sure, beat. Sure, sure. <laughs> you would have turned it right off. Plus, I wanted to give you your time to shine. Just saying. Your intro. Start it off proper. That's right. I ain't use my deep voice. <clears throat> That'll be for the rest of the podcast. Oh, okay. All right. I see you. Trying to I give it a little you. more energy, you know. <laughs> this ain't got enough energy in the morning when they listen to this on their way to work. Yes. Wake your ass up. Even though it is 1030 at night. 1030 at night over here. In Philadelphia, of course, where we are recording. North Philly, to be exact. You know what my girls... Badlands. You know my girls are... Repping. Why? Because I said it's 1030. It's clearly 11, but she did not... Is it? Oh! She did not even <laughs> fix it. She said, yeah, it's 1030, nigga, in Philly. Right now, it is 1030. That's my girl. She could have been like, uh-uh, babe, it ain't no... She didn't. And y'all better take notes. Don't do that. <laughs> We are right. I the really man thought it was ten right. thirty. Whatever. I really thought it was ten thirty. Anyways, let's get right into it. Um, so, uh, as you guys have already noticed, me and Nigel have been doing the podcast where certain episodes will answer emails that people will send in, um, asking for general advice, um, you know, about love and stuff surrounded. Well, stuff that has to do with love, <laughs> um, situationships, situations they're in, their friends in, all that good stuff. Um, we recently just came up with a name for these emails so that we could have a little bit more fun with them. Go ahead, you want to introduce it because it was just you came up with the name, Mister Creative. Oh, did I? It we is just did um, this. <laughs> the late night letters. Late night letters. No. The late night letters. Now, yeah, yeah. Try to get you. All right, we're going to rewind it back because he hit a sound bite. So no, no, I wasn't going to. Oh, wasn't. you're not going to do that? No, I'm going to do it while you read it. Okay, so scratch it all. They're called the late night letters. Um, Basically, yes, yeah, so it's still the emails. You can still send them to lovelanguagepodcast at gmail.com. Nothing else has changed. It's just what we're going to call the segment when we're speaking about a letter. Because we're trying to be cool and, you know, level up. But anyway, so we actually got two emails um, since last week, which was really cool because we weren't really getting them that often at first. But now we have two. They're both really, really good. But we're only going to address one on this episode. And the next letter that we're going to address, we're actually going to do it tomorrow. So that's right. We're giving you guys two episodes this week because we got two emails and we don't want people waiting a long time um, for us to respond to the emails because. You know what we should have do to them? What? The people that listen live can hear it. The people that don't listen live, they got to wait until next week to hear the episode. Oh, see, this is why I say he's Mr. Creative. I didn't so, even think about that. So y'all not getting two this week. Y'all going to get two if you watch live. You get the second one. If you don't okay. watch, you're going to have to wait. And you're going to be mad because all your friends are going to be saying, did you hear the Love Language podcast? You're going to be like, no, I didn't. 
my yep. I was with my dad. We were watching we were watching baseball. Maybe he was watching Team Mom OG. I think that comes on tomorrow. I want to see that at the time that we're going live. So, was, <laughs> I watched Team Mom OG. I watched Young and Pregnant. I'll be all in it. But anyways, um, let's get to the logistics of the live. So we are going to go live again. We're doing it tomorrow. We're going to do the second email live. Um, we're going live at 10 p.m. We have decided. We know it's a little late for some of you folks. Y'all be faking bed. Y'all be fake having stuff to do in the morning. But like Nigel said, he just came up with this great idea where if you don't, if you don't watch the live tomorrow, you're just going to have to wait till next week. To what, next When Monday? we feel like dropping it. Oh, when <laughs> we feel like dropping it. And I don't save the lives. You know how they give you the option on Instagram live to save it and you'll leave it on the story for the people to see? No. You either watch the live and that's it. I delete it right after we're done. Can so, you save it though? Like, I can save it to my phone, yeah. yeah. We're going to start putting them on YouTube like a week or two later. Yeah. We're going to get our YouTube channel popping. And then hopefully by this live, I won't look as busted as I did last live because the last one was very impromptu. Allegedly. You guys didn't see it, so you wouldn't know. Yeah. Some people did. We had 14 viewers. Well, where Who they, we appreciate. Where they at, though? Mm. They probably listening right now. Where okay. they at, though? <laughs> That's what we're doing. And it is, it's going to be on my Instagram live. And if you do not follow me on Instagram yet, it's c.ee underscore. Very simple. I had to make it that because regular CEE was taken. Because everybody wants to have the nickname C nowadays. Uh, let's get to the topic at <laughs> hand. <laughs> Hold on. We got to make sure they know. It's C.E.E. underscore. We're going live tomorrow at 10 p.m. We're going to do a second email. You guys will be able to comment through the live and tell us what you think. If you don't watch it tomorrow, you're going to have to wait for the episode next week. If you're ready for your next act, let me hear you say yeah. Yeah. All right, coming to the stage, <laughs> we got the late night letter. A late night letter that we from received. Anonymous. Yeah, these are all anonymous, by the way. Autonomous. So. That's how Steve Harvey will read it, because he can't read. Oh, autonomous. That, that's Steve Harvey, um, no, that's my, that's my Keenan doing Steve Harvey. Oh, that's better. Because yeah. I was about to say, if that's Steve Harvey, nah, that's a no-go. That's my, that's my key. Want to throw that in the trash. All right, all right. Uh, that's what you need. Yeah, you need a basura no, no, soundbite. Something going in the trash. You can't spell basura. <laughs> yes, I can. B-A-S-U-R-A. Uh, don't come. Don't come at me. That's <laughs> barracuda. Lord Jesus, give me strength. All right. So let's get into the letter. Let me pull it up. He's so fancy. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so in this email, it starts off, says, Hey, C and Nigel. Love you guys. Now to the point. <laughs> so she says, my. this is from a female, by the way. She says, my friend, We okay, you might have to stop that now because it's distracting. It's, just, it's, it's good for when you, you open Get you it. a girl to do both. <laughs> get you a girl to do both. How about that? It's good for the opening, but she had it like it's like serious background music. (sighs) That person's getting a typo one too. Back to the letter. It was me. I recorded myself typing. Go ahead. Come on. Back to the letter. My what you doing? Okay. He's distracting me, guys. Sorry. Okay, she says, My friend has been with her boyfriend for I think about four years now. Both are in their late twenties and they have a child together. 
the child was conceived within less of a less than a year of them being together. They both were living at home during this time, sharing rooms with their siblings. So each of them. So I have to kind of break it down just because um, the way it's written is a little hard to read. But yeah, so she's saying each of them were living at home, sharing rooms each with siblings. In two different houses. In two different houses. Okay, so they're not living together. They're not living together. When they had this child, that's that's what their living situations were. Because they were, they were only together for less than a year. That's what she's saying. So she says three years later, they are still living and sharing rooms. They're still living in the same situation as they were when they first got together. So they're still separate. They're still sharing these rooms with their siblings in two different homes. So their siblings are three years older. Yeah, and they're still living with them. Everyone's three years older in the situation, my guy. I'm just saying. What the heck? So anyway, she says she definitely wants to move out, and so does he, so she says. The only thing I told her was to make sure she could handle the rent and utilities on her own, because let's be real, shit happens. I understand the struggle is real, but it's been three years, and you still have the mother of your child sharing a room, not just with her sibling, but also with your child. Same goes for her. What are you doing with your life? She's waiting for him to make a move when she can just make the moves herself. I'm just trying to understand, especially when this person is constantly telling me how tired they are of their situation. They both aren't out here making loads of money, but the same money they use to take trips can go into a savings for an apartment. Question here is, is a relationship a real relationship when you live separately and share a child together after being together for four years? Um, She also did give me some background information. She says he has two jobs. Um, Apparently, his the girl's dad does not like him. He believes that the guy is no good. Um, The girl's mom basically gives her no real guidance. Her mom's advice is to get out there and make mistakes like the rest of us. That's the advice her mom gave the daughter. And then she also said the mom of the guy does not like the girlfriend. So both parents on each side do not like either one of these people, either one of these candidates for their kids. I don't like them neither. Why? Hmm. I mean, I mean, from... Number one, it sounds like they're perfect for each other. Yeah, this is a match made in um in hell. (laughs) (laughs) A match made in hood matrimony for sure. I mean, they both they both seem pretty comfortable. I mean, shit. If yeah, well, she doesn't. I mean, apparently she's not comfortable because she said that the girl's constantly complaining to her about her situation. But there's plenty of people that are that are comfortable in their situation but still complaining about it. If she ain't doing nothing to fix it proactively, she's pretty comfortable in it. Yeah. I mean, it's comfortable living in your mom's house. I mean, it's a little tough trying to get some sex out the deal. But outside of that, you know, she ain't paying rent. She got money to go on trips. I mean, it sounds like she's living like she want to live yeah. to me. That is true, and apparently the same thing for him. But I guess at a certain... Well, they getting them $80 hotels, <laughs> getting them popping. <laughs> no, because I'm thinking... <laughs> I was just going to say at a certain point, because she said they're in their late 20s. So I'm thinking by then, you wouldn't want to be sharing your room with your sibling. You know what I'm saying? But my sister was sharing her room with me till she was like in her late 20s too. So that's why I kind of took a pause like... Well, well, she definitely was sharing the room with me because she was in, but it was it was a different circumstance. She was in school, 
She's going to Temple. Temple is like 10 minutes from us. And, you know, once she got her degree and everything, she moved right on out. I don't know. We don't know if these people are going to school. The one guy, what is he doing with his money? That's going on the trips? Yeah. She said he got two jobs. And they probably got Jordans galore. Yeah, probably. We probably got Jordans all he around that, that room. Dude, like on the shy from the first two episodes we did see where he had the kids. Yeah. But he had all them Jordans and stuff in his home. He probably got all the J's on deck and you know, he he living his best life. He go out fly whenever he goes somewhere. And you know, he got a girl who will love him regardless. I mean, she sounds like a rider to me. <laughs> oh my god. So I guess we can address the question. Let's address that. Is a relationship a real relationship? When you live separately, Martin so let's and Gina lived separately for two seasons, and they were a real relationship. Granted, they both had their own spot, but Gina had a roommate. Mm-hmm. But they were a real relationship nonetheless. I have an uncle and an aunt who lived separately, and they've lived separately for a long, long, long time since as long as I can remember. Over How t- long? at How least long would you at say? least twenty years. Wow. And they are comfortable and, you know, and she actually lives with her mom and her dad and he lived by himself. So she come over when she wants. But when they get in their little arguments or they don't feel like being around each other, she go about her business. He goes about his and they're comfortable in that. I think a lot of honestly, I've heard a lot of married people or well, I guess they're not married, but I've heard a lot of people in relationships, I guess, in general say that's like an ideal situation i guess the longer you're with someone is like having your own space and living separately because that's how it was like see i watch a lot of girly stuff so i watch sex in the city the the movies and that's how it was in the sex in the city uh two um she had her own apartment but they also had the place where they lived together and you know well, he suggested them going, having two days a week where she would go to the apartment and have do whatever she wanted to do and he would do whatever he wanted to do on those same days. So I think a lot of people do, don't mind that. They don't see nothing wrong with us having separate spots. But I guess But it's... see, they come together to live with each other. Right. So that's a little different than from your uncle and your aunt. They come together in them hotel rooms. <laughs> Them $80, them, um, what is it, the Red Roof Inns. They getting that eighty nine ninety nine special for the weekend. Right on Hotels.com. Exactly. Throw that 15% off you know mobile app code in. And, and everything. Got yourself a deal. Everything is love and they ain't got to pay rent. I mean, they might be throwing in here or there, but likely if you live with your mom and you that old, you ain't paying rent like you should be paying. That that my mom would get. You know, I got you next week when my check come. My mama heard that for the last four months. <laughs> She ain't got. I don't. I don't know. And then they got a kid in the mix. So where? So that was. That's why I was gonna change the question up now. So is a relationship a real relationship if you live separately but you have a child together? I, I mean, that's kind of. I just feel like this is like a hood fairy tale because now they got people from the hood do this. They got all time babysitters. They live with mom. We going right. on a date. Not even a lot of people from the hood. I feel like a lot of people in general do this. There's a lot of people who, they aren't necessarily single mothers, but that's kind of how they live their lives a little bit. They don't they don't really live with the guy. They're doing their own thing. And then, you know, I guess it's just kind of weird because I'm situ- You don't think that's weird, though? That is a little weird. That the fact that y'all been together for almost four years and y'all haven't even discussed. Well, I don't know if they haven't discussed, but y'all haven't even attempted you know- to move in with one another. And y'all have a baby. Because why is she? It's basically like she is a single mother, kind of, sort of. 
because she's with the baby most of the time. Granted, the mom is usually with the baby a lot of the time, but when you live in a home or at least in a room together, you have more help. It's more hands-on for the both of you. So it's kind of weird that he's just allowing her to be with the kid this entire time. I feel like... Well, I mean, I'm sure that the baby come over there and stay, sleeps with him and his sis, siblings, too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Like, the baby got a drawer in both houses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you set that drawer up, put a couple cushions in there, and he's good. Just leave your own shut the drawer. You, you leave it open. Well, he probably got his little drawer at both houses, you know. No, so, you don't, so you don't think it's weird, though? No, it's definitely that's, weird. So that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, but, I do think it's I mean, weird I think the problem it. is she can't really be mad because she has the exact same life. Like, if two people are crackheads, you can't be like, God damn, you still doing crack? Like, yeah, bitch, so is you. We both doing crack. How you mad at me? Like, it's the same thing. So, I mean, like, I think that's where she's at with it, where, like, she's mad. She wants to change it. But she can't really force it upon him because you know, she, she has she's doing the same yeah, thing. The same and thing. and I mean, he's probably telling her, look, baby, this rent is $900 a month at most places. At the least, you're probably going to get 900 I mean, I don't know. They need to quit their jobs and get some Section 8 popping or but something. He, yeah, they should look into Section 8, if anything. But I'm even thinking, like, how you're saying they get the $80 hotel rooms. That's money they're spending, too, that they could be putting towards rent. Yeah, but... So it seems like they're willing to spend money on other things. Why aren't they willing to... But, put the money together to get a place together where they can raise their child together as a family where the child can see both mom and dad. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to do that? That's what I, mean, I think she's I trying mean, to get a... at in the email because to me that does, that just, it does seem weird. Like it seems weird. I get what you're saying. Can I you, get... is it possible to be with somebody but not want to live with them but still like yeah, that's love what we them? Were saying in the no, but I'm saying as far as like like to where you like I don't know if I ever want to live with this girl. So like if that's how he feels, then like he's doing what he feels is right. I guess, but then I guess we talked we touched upon this on one of the episodes before where we were saying like doesn't that hinder the like doesn't certain things like this hinder the growth of your relationship? All right. What if he said he don't want to move until they get married? Well, that's different. Yeah. I guess he's trying to. I mean, we don't. Saying? We don't have all. We don't really have all the details. And, but if he was, if there was something, which I highly doubt, and I know, but if there was something, and he was like, "I don't want to move in until we get married," then that's different. At least he has the expectation set out. Like this is why we're not living together. As far as the concern from the email, there's no. It seems like the family doesn't get along. Like both of their families don't like one another. The mom is telling her, go out there, baby, and live your best life. Like, go and bust it wide open. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like... It, they don't have good support systems on each end, it seems like. From the email, it just literally seems like they're just dicking around with one another. And plus, they had the baby within less of a year of being together. So they probably... They definitely didn't expect that. So to me, at least from what it looks like, without knowing all the details and knowing all three sides of the story... It looks like he's just sticking around because of the baby. Are we sure they're in a relationship? 
Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it don't even seem like they're in a relationship. They might not be together. And she just don't know. I think she go with she him, but he don't, that she's he not... don't go with her. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get from this email. Man, like, he I might, really he might have a crib. <laughs> he might have a crib with another chick. Exactly. He, he ain't never let her come to the crib. He be like, look, babe, I'm over. My brother's, I'm about, my brother's over. I'm in the room with over my like, brother. Yeah, you know, man, bro. <laughs> Me and my brother playing Xbox. Pops is tripping. Pop said you can't come over tonight. Right, he don't like he don't you. Like your <laughs> dad, dad took the car. I can't drive. I can't come over tonight. Oh wow, he at his crib chilling with his J's. <laughs> Probably. So that's, that's what I. That's what it really seems like to me, and that yeah. that's what I would tell your friend if you haven't already, or maybe you have. But it seems like well, exactly how Nigel says she's in a relationship with him, but he is not in a relationship with her, and I think he's he's um. You know, continuing with this charade because there's a child involved, and he, he don't want to pay child support. He probably don't. He probably don't, and he probably doesn't want to shake things up. Like doesn't tell your shake friend, the up. tell your friend, find a house for y'all, find a house for them. You know, get the lease and take it to him and tell him to sign it. <laughs> if he don't take his divorce papers and tell that nigga to sign them because it's a wrap. Well, they're not married. Exactly. <laughs> it was, I mean, not his actual divorce papers, but just the walking papers. Yeah. Like, y'all not together. And at that point, you realize that nigga is not, he's playing with you. Like, he just... Because she even says she definitely wants to move out. So she, yeah. So she wants to. I guess she's waiting on him because that's wait, what she's saying. Why, she's saying, why isn't she making the moves herself? She's literally waiting on him to make the move and literally wait for. Him, she's literally waiting for him to be like, hey, let's move in together. But I don't think she understands. He's not gonna make that move, sis. He's already made that move without you. Tell her follow him Probably. after. Follow him after work and see where he go. For real, because he might be living in one of them little. <sighs> Nice little houses they making and they gentr—they're gentr- uh, gentrifying the neighborhood yeah, around here. Probably living in one of them nice little condos. He probably got shorty in the dorms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he be going to the dorms or something like I don't know. It just something's weird. Like the fact that she hasn't even—I don't know if she has or not—but the fact that she hasn't even done this, like she hasn't pulled up on him or questioned what's going on here for four years, and they have a baby. The baby's—I guess the baby should be almost four now. It's three probably going on four. So, I don't know. And the fact, it's not, it looks like, it's not like he can't afford it. I mean, I don't know what his jobs are, but he has two jobs. Tell him, look, if you don't want a crib, I'm getting me a one bedroom and pay pay for it yourself. Or, or well, or, no, because like you said, she might have a situation already set up. But you're saying just to call his bluff? I mean, one of the, either get it, if you really want to change, like she said, make sure you have enough for the utilities and the rent and cover all that on your own. I mean, if you can't, if you can't pay for it yourself, why are you expecting him to save you? Well, you know, a lot of times if you have, if you've given a man a child, you're going to expect not Maybe not for him to save you, but at least to save your child. Well, he the baby got a drawer. Here you fucking go with this drawer. No. He should at least like, or even the fact that I'm the mother of your child, you should at least want to make sure we're okay. I guess That, my- that your child is in a good, you know, has enough space, has, um, you know, a place to lay. I mean, obviously has a place to lay down, but you should want your child to be living great. I guess my thing is like, Niggas is going to show you who they are. 
Right, and apparently he's he's been showing you for the last four years who he is, and Mm -hmm. he's not the guy you just described, and he's likely never going to be y'all y'all messed up. Because then what happens even in the future? Like I'm sure she's going to probably want to get married and stuff like that, and that's not going to happen if he's BSing on moving in together, and they already have a kid, and it's been four years. He's not about to do anything that involves more commitment. If he can't commit to y'all living together. For the baby, at least, he's not going to commit to anything else. And he probably has not been really committing to you the way you think he is. You're not with him. You're not with him all the time. You're not, you don't live with him. So he can literally be turned the fuck up when he's not with you. Like we said, telling you that he is living with a sibling or whatever and probably has a whole other situation going on. Partly what scares me, not even scares me, but I just wonder, like, is this girl being honest with her friend? Not the one that wrote it the one who's in this because a lot of times people will tell you what they think you want to hear so you don't look at them like i can't believe you in this mm-hmm. especially if they know you the type that's going to judge them off rip so they might be like yeah i actually like my situation i don't mind my mom's always home we got siblings that used to be seven and now they 11 and you know they love to watch the baby and i got a lot of time that i could get away if i need to but if i had my own crib now i gotta find the babysitter now i gotta you know what i mean like she could easily really like that situation but just doesn't want to tell you because you know i mean how you saying it to her us is probably how you tell her at least somewhat Mm -hmm. the same so i mean i don't know for sure i don't i'm just thinking i know some people a lot of people will lie to not be looked at crazy or yeah or not even they would lie just leave stuff out because yeah like you said they don't want the judgment and she know it look crazy i was just about <laughs> to say like she if don't she know is it look crazy and leave stuff out she already knows that she's wrong like she already knows why am i even in this situation and the fact that they're still both very young like you're late 20s you're super young still so the fact that she's wasting time with this guy i just feel like she needs to cut it out the baby's about to be four like you've already pretty much been doing it on your own so you don't really need him i think you just need to let that go let that you know give up on that zero and get with a hero because what's the point if you're unhappy if you are happy if you're not and you're willing to keep going along with the show by all means yeah. live your best life but just know it ain't forever it's not that what y'all doing now is not going to work probably y'all probably only got maybe to 30 after that it's fucking stepbrothers and they gonna be looking at you like you know <laughs> you gotta get a job like you're not or whatever y'all got jobs but y'all get the hell out get the hell out mm-hmm that's just not cute. It's not, and then if you'll break up, it's not cute to bring a woman or a man to your parents' house. Like, oh, and but y'all can't, y'all got siblings living in the sharing the room with the siblings, I and then we don't know how many siblings is in each room. Like, we don't know if it's like two or just one. Like, we don't, we don't know. We don't know how big the room is. None of that stuff. But just the fact that y'all are almost in y'all thirties, y'all in y'all late twenties, y'all gonna be thirty sooner than later, and. This y'all is sleep, what y'all doing right sleeping now. Sleeping on bunk beds. Y'all Probably, yeah. And they peeing, With the baby in the bed. Your little brother peeing up top and it's dripping down your face every morning. And you <laughs> thinking that shit is cute. That shit ain't cute. It's not. So I really think um, this girl, she needs to start saving her money. Stop going on these trips for a little bit. Or get a better job. I know it's hard out here. 
But, you know, something. She has to do something to improve her situation and stop waiting for him to improve the situation because he's not going to do it. If he has not done it within these last couple of years that y'all have been together, he's not going to do it. Your situation is going to remain the same. So if you want something to change, you got to take matters into your own hands. And if you're not going to do it for you, do it for your child. Something has to happen because you're not about to just be doing this for years thinking oh it'll fix itself it'll happen no i i highly doubt it i don't think it's gonna happen if he hasn't gotten it together by now like nigel said maybe you know call his bluff tell him you're even if you don't have proof or anything like if you don't want to sign a lease for real for real make it seem that way that's a good way to be like look i'm moving out i'm getting this i'm getting that either you're coming with me and you're gonna help with the bills or no you're not gonna be staying over though not for the free. You're not going to be coming over whenever you feel like it. Either we're moving in together or you're going to stay here with your siblings and I'll drop off little Tay-Tay when it's your weekend and refill his drawer. So, <laughs> it just is what it is. <laughs> like that. It's a nice callback. Mm-hmm. You know? So the he probably, I didn't know he was four. He probably outgrew the drawer. I don't know he if it's have, he or she. You know, well, they, might, they might have like the, the big bottom drawer now. I don't or know. a crate. Oh yeah. One, or one of them little Rolly Johns from Walmart. They got the three, the three yeah. drawers. Oh my head. Tote bin. Yeah. Damn, there we go. Tote bin. Mm. So that's our advice for that email. Um, I don't know. Do you want to do this other one that we got? Even though it's not. But you want to pick out pertained? something. That other um, message we got from a listener. So basically, we got a message from a listener who was actually asking us for life advice. Um, we did explain to her that we are more of a relationship, uh, love podcast based podcast. Um, but we do still want to acknowledge her message and the fact that she did ask us for advice because she didn't have to. And the fact that she listens, we really appreciate it. So do you want to talk about this really quickly? Yeah, I should got it. All right. So... I'll read you the guys' message. Like we said, this has nothing to do with relationships at all. This is actually just life advice she's looking for. So she says, I wanted to reach out to suggest a topic for the next episode. I want to know your take on mixing business with friends. For example, I have a friend whom I've been friends with for years. We both went off to college, graduated, and now we're back home trying to figure out how to use our skills to get a job. Now, over last summer, we worked together in an internship. She ended up getting basically fired, received a D for the grade. And to be honest, it was her fault. She was always late. She would come to work noticeably hungover, had an attitude, and was just very lazy at what she needed to do. Now, fast forward to present day, she asked me to get her a job at the science center I work at. How do I go about telling her that I don't want to refer her really? Because I know she doesn't do her job, like, at all. So I want to know how to handle it. And furthermore, what is y'all take on mixing business with friends? Number one, just don't do it. Don't do it. Just yeah. be like, yeah, I did it. I don't know. They said they might give you a call, but there's a lot of qualified candidates. So, you know, like um, I would just stay by the phone. But if they don't, you know, like I did all I could, you know, if another position comes up, maybe I'll put you in for that. But I definitely put your name in there and just don't because, I mean, you already know what type of person she is. I don't refer niggas that I know as niggas. <laughs> if you a nigga, uh, oh, you need a job? Well, shit. I don't know. Uh, 
Maybe I can. I know a nigga that do some some other type of work, and maybe I can get you in there. But at my job, you ain't about to come in there and make me look crazy. And you know, like I said, if you know somebody's unreliable and and it's going to reflect poorly on you, that's dead. Mm-hmm. As far as working with friends, I think it can work, but you have to establish ground rules. You have to let them know, you know, look, business is business, friends is friends. But when it comes to this business, it's never personal. It's only business. Right. And I think I think if you can, you know the type of person you're dealing with because you guys are friends. You know, you know, don't get somebody that can't take criticism. That'll never work. You can't get somebody that's really sensitive, oversensitive when it comes to a business. You just can't. That this, that doesn't work. But if you get somebody who's business minded like you, then of course it can work. Mm-hmm. It probably it probably might work better. I mean. I agree with him. I completely agree with everything he said. I got like we said off the rip. Just don't do it because this already sounds like a mess waiting to happen. Like it just sounds like, you know, she's gonna come in. She's gonna lollygag. She might even be that one person that like doesn't know how to leave you alone at work too. Like she probably constantly gonna come to your desk trying to talk because she not trying to work obviously. So she's gonna try to be there. You're the only person she knows. She's gonna try to talk to you all the time. She's probably going to, you know, bring attention, unwanted attention to you that you just don't need. So I don't think it's a good idea. Like he said, she don't have to know. You can easily, you can either easily tell her that you did refer her um, or if she's really like a close friend and, you know, you don't want to lie to her and you really do want to see her excel, just be real with her. You don't, I think a lot of times people forget that you don't have to be mean to be on, like to be honest, you don't have to be mean. You know what I'm saying? There's, it's not about what you say; it's how you say it. Not all the time, but a lot of, most of the time, is that's what it is. So you don't have to be a jerk. You don't have to be a bitch if you want to just be honest with her. Like, look, you know, I don't think you're. I don't want to say ready. I don't know. I just don't think this job is for you. But I'm willing to help you look for other jobs. You know, here are some jobs I found that are closely related to what I do. Why don't you try to apply here? Um, maybe you can, this is what I did to apply my job. Maybe you can go about it this way at this job. Like, if you want to do something like that where you just don't want to completely igger and just leave her out in the wind to fend for herself. If you really, you know, if she is a close friend and you want to help her out, you just don't want to fuck up your situation because you already know what type of worker she is. You can do that. You can just be honest with her. So, but I really don't think you should bring her in your environment, especially an environment where you just started working there. You're fresh out of school. You know what I'm saying? Um, you're you're looking for opportunities. You're looking to network. You're looking to build. You're not looking for you to just come fresh out, start a job, and already be looked at as, like, the chick who don't do work neither. And, you know, a lot of times... Just in general with life, people will associate you with the people you hang out with. So if that bitch not doing work, but you are, just because they see her with you, a lot of times they'll look at you and be like, oh, she probably don't do shit neither. You know what I'm saying? And it could just hinder a lot for you. So I say go with your gut. Obviously, your gut is already telling you it's a no. So it's a no. Nope. And then as far as like mixing business with friends, um, I guess it de- it depends I have worked with friends before, and we've had a ball. I've loved it. Like, you'll have a really good time. Um, but, like I said, you you know better. Like, you know which friend you can work with and which friend you can't. Nigel has a friend that he currently works with, and I believe they, they do well together. 
Um, he's had friends that he's worked with before, and they've done well together. But you, you know your friend. You know what friend is like. Nah, I'm, if you come, we're not gonna get nothing done. We just both gonna get fired. So you know which ones to work with, like which ones to mix business with, and which ones not to. Um, sometimes you won't. Sometimes people will show their true colors after you've already mixed the business, and you just have to take that as a lesson learned. Um, but yeah, overall, I think if you can keep the two separate. I think you should, um, you know, plus it gives you room to miss people and, you know, have more to talk about when you do see each other and all that good stuff. So I think definitely try to keep it separate, especially because once people get their feelings hurt, stuff starts getting personal and it just escalates to somewhere that it doesn't need to escalate. So I think if you can try to keep them separate, but if they do happen to mix, just, um, Try to mix it with people that you know are like-minded like you and are hardworking like you, and you should be okay. It's a great answer. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, it was a long <laughs> winded. <laughs> You're a hater, yo. Take yourself a breath You're after that. You're such a hater. Listen, she's going to appreciate my answer more than yours. Okay? I-, I believe she will because you said the same thing I did. All right, y'all. I hope y'all loved that episode <laughs> of the Love Language Podcast. And I'm going to repeat myself again like I do all the time. Send us your emails with your late night letters. Ask it for any type of love relationship, love slash relationship based advice. You going to play the music on me? No, I'm not. I'm just, oh, I'm like, I got stuff to I'm say. I'm creeping it up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Send us your late night letters or anything, whether it's about you, your friend, your family member, your mom, your dad, whatever. Send them to lovelanguagepodcast@gmail.com. Um, also follow us on Twitter. Give us your comments on this episode, on previous episodes at Love Language PC. So make sure you follow. We follow back. We retweet. We do all that good stuff. Um, make sure you listen to us on SoundCloud at Love Language Podcast. Um, we're thinking about going on iTunes, so we'll let you know when that happens. But as of right now, we are on SoundCloud, and tomorrow we will be live at 10 p.m. with our second late night letter. And that should be that should be all of it. Mm-hmm. Listen, ladies, fellas, don't take me too serious. I just mm-hmm. be talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, come see us live tomorrow. Y'all, you know I'm saying I had a haircut last week, but it ain't cut this week. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Just fuck with us. We fuck with y'all. Love language podcast. We out this show. <laughs>